Episode 111, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. Weekend Trav, big-time women's bouts that we just came off of last night, which was Saturday, February uh, 4th, coming from DAZN. Uh, it was up in New York City, Madison Square Garden. The mecca of boxing. couple great fights we're going to jump into. We're also going to jump into what we're drinking. We're drinking this Whistle Pig. Is it... Uh, the 18 years? 18 years, yes, sir. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that towards the latter part of uh, the podcast. But once again, episode 111. Let's jump right in, and we're going to talk first and foremost, Amanda Serrano. Amanda Serrano taking on Erica Cruz Hernandez this past Saturday on DAZN. And uh, this is for the undisputed featherweight championship of the world for the women. We can trap. You know, of all the Puerto Rican fighters... I wouldn't have thought that the first undisputed champion would be Amanda Serrano. So obviously Amanda Serrano won. So yes, yes. first of course. first Puerto Rican male or female undisputed boxing champion of the world. Congratulations, like Miguel Cotto, Felix Trinidad, yeah. a bunch of those throwbacks, and she's the first to do. Yeah, it. congratulations to Amanda Serrano for sure. We need to clip that part and put that in one of our little Instagram posts. Love it. Congratulations, Amanda Serrano, first Puerto Rican male or female doesn't matter. Boxing champion, undisputed, amazing stuff. She took uh, she took down Erica Cruz Hernandez. What did you see in that fight weekend, Trev? Okay, listen. Just like I said on the previous episode 110, I said that these are going to be good fights, but they are not going to be candidates for fight of the year. However, it was a crazy exciting fight because there was an accidental headbutt in round one or two, and um, this Erica Cruz was completely bloody Every round. And at mm-hmm. one point, they both kind of almost m- mushed again. And then Amanda Serrano had blood all over her. And it wasn't because she was bleeding. It was because it was uh, yeah. from the other girl. But it was it was an exciting back and forth. However, I don't think Erica Cruz had a lot of boxing skill. Okay, She had the heart of a thousand lions. I mean, it was amazing. And I don't even know what that really means. It's but long, she had a, a lot. Pri- a pride of lions. She had a lot. And she, I mean... The, just the will and determination of that girl just to keep out there, keep coming, keep coming, and keep hitting Amanda Serrano with everything she had. But the reason I say that is if you watch the fight, it wasn't a very technically skilled fight. That Erica Cruz was slapping with a lot of her punches, mm-hmm. throwing, winging punches from different directions. She was very unorthodox, so it didn't make it hard for Amanda Serrano. Um, I do see that. I've, I'm a fighter, and when you fight somebody like that, it does make it hard to look good against. And Amanda Serrano, for the most part, just tried to weather a lot of that stuff and then return fire. She landed the harder, crisper punches, yep. um, and that's why she ended up winning that decision. It was a competitive fight. I don't think by no means was it close. It was very competitive because that girl, her output was just – she was throwing a million punches. I forgot what the final stats were of how many punches she threw, but it was a lot. It made Amanda Serrano have to really bite down and dig down deep to beat this girl. Amanda Serrano had to fully show up and fully give uh, her best performance to beat this awkward, um, very offensive but wild winging uh, person who would not go down for nothing. Amanda Serrano did hurt her but couldn't finish her. Yeah, so I think the biggest news out of this weekend, Trav, is the follow-up, which we which was announced in the ring after that matchup, which is going to be number two, Amanda Serrano taking on Katie Taylor for the second time, but this time in coming from Dublin, Ireland, Katie, Ta- Katie Taylor's home, back uh, coming in May 20th. I believe that'll probably be on zone as well. But weekend, Trav, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, number two. That is now... <laughs> Two different undisputed champions in two different weight classes yeah. clashing for the second time. Yeah. What people don't realize is that Amanda Serrano's a featherweight, 126. 
She skipped 130 and went straight to 135 to fight Katie Taylor. Okay, Massive respect to Amanda Serrano for going up, fighting the best. Massive respect for Katie Taylor being like, you know what? I'll fight you. I don't care where you're coming from. I'll defend my titles. And it's just, it's amazing seeing two undisputed champions in two different weight classes How often fighting each other can, can anyone think at home when maybe that has ever happened before or when the I, last time was i can't think i can't think any male if it's ever happened in two different weight divisions that's right. pretty special i'm surprised the boxing gurus haven't come up with that stat yet maybe we'll get our stat boy on that one yeah, what yeah, he'll let us know. He'll right let now. us know. When was the last time that male or female, two different weight class undisputed champions took on one another? That's pretty May special. 20th. Circle the calendar, folks. That's going to be a pretty damn good fight. I want to make sure everybody goes back to episode 110. And I said on here, I go, I guarantee you that there was no rumblings of when that fight was going to get made or even if it was going to get made. Nobody said that fight was getting made. Yeah. The rematch between Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. And I was like, I guarantee you they get in the ring. And I bet... Katie Taylor's there, and I bet they already have a date yep. set. And when they get in that ring, they're going to announce it. Eddie and what Hearn, happened? They yeah. did. Eddie Hearn kept all those details close to the vest on I that know, one. Good for them. Very exciting fight. It was last year, in our opinion, the fight of the year. It was last a lot year. of people's opinion, not just us. Yeah. yeah. So this uh, this should bring some fireworks, and and I think more than likely Katie Taylor being the early favorite on that one. And it's interesting you mentioned Weekend Trav the fact that they're she's uh, Amanda Serrano is jumping up. Uh, two weight classes because she's skipping over the 130s. Mm-hmm. And once again, let's talk 130s for a second because on this card from this past Saturday, we crowned a new undisputed 130. People are going to keep hearing this undisputed. They're going to think it happens lay all it the out. time. What? It doesn't happen. So lay out for everyone at home, and we'll probably post this as a separate clip as well. What does it mean to be an undisputed champ in a weight class so in boxing there are four major world titles there's the wbo wba wbc and ibf to be undisputed you have to own all of those Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they own all of those yeah to be a unified you just have to own multiple of those four but to be unified is amazing too you see that happen a lot with the men but undisputed doesn't happen very often if ever in a lot of weight classes and a lot of uh, men's fights and women's fights so the fact that we had two undisputeds on one night Actually, well, three in in the actual building, it's having true, Katie Taylor true, being yeah. there as well. So, but what we're talking about in the one thirties, also on that car, we had Alicia Baumgartner taking on uh, Elham Machled. I probably screwed French that up last girl, time. Yeah. Um, and, and so, if we remember, Alicia Baumgartner is the one that uh, uh, beat Michaela yeah. Mayer, yeah. and uh, and I called that one somehow. Uh, but well done, well done on my part. But uh, so we have Alicia Baumgartner now. And she won uh, uh, what belt that night in order to make her undisputed. I can't remember what it was. But either way, she won a decision fight on Saturday. So it's very interesting. We're talking about all these different weight classes, skipping, boom, boom, boom. But we're talking about the three undisputed all there in the same building. You know what's pretty cool is if I'm just setting this up possibly, Amanda Serrano, she's 126. She just skipped over 130, which is Alicia Baumgartner now. She went right up to Katie Taylor, who everybody knows Katie Taylor's legit, undefeated. They already fought once, rematched. Let's just say that Amanda Serrano beats Katie Taylor. What if Amanda Serrano's like, you know what? I'm going to go back down to 130. Take those two. If she could win three undisputed titles in three different weight classes. At the same time. I will tell you right now that that will never be done. If she does it, it will never be repeated because that is three different weight classes three different undisputed titles amanda serrano 
has the ability. I only say her because Katie Taylor can't make 126. No. She can't make 130. So the fact that Amanda Serrano started at 26 and went up and up, she's the only one that could really pull that off. Yeah. I, and I don't think Alicia Baumgartner can go down to 126 either. So that's why I'm saying Amanda Serrano has the options and the opportunity to do something that's even more historic than undisputed. It's insane. Just she has, think about she that, could be, yeah. she could She could go down as the GOAT. She could. Definitely. If she does all three of those, if she beats Katie Taylor in the rematch, and then she goes back down, it's like, you know what, Alicia Baumgartner, or whoever, Alicia Baumgartner, if she fights Michaela Mayer, whatever, and they rematch, she wins a, a featherweight, a lightweight, a super lightweight. Insane. You can't even fathom that. But Retire, before, leave. But before we get ahead of ourselves with Baumgartner, there was somebody else in attendance. Yes, sir. Waiting to see that fight. Also yes, predicting that Baumgartner will probably win undisputed, and that was one Michaela Mayer. Obviously, we've talked about it for quite some time. The rematch makes sense for both women. It makes sense for the fans. It makes sense for the money makers, right? Yep. So I'm thinking that's probably going to be on the on the docket and on the calendar here in the next handful of months. I'd imagine fall time frame, maybe end of summer. Yep. Probably seeing Alicia Baumgartner taking on Michaela Mayer. Number two, but now this time for the undisputed 130 yep. weight class titles, right? It's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool because there's our whole knock for me was on women's boxing was there wasn't enough depth, there wasn't enough big matches to be made. Guess what? You got the matches right now. now. Yeah. We got the we we got enough matches right now in that women's division anywhere between those weight classes for the next year at least. That could even carry over to a year and a half to two years. And that's matchmaking and how they spread fights out. They literally could have a lot of these exciting fights for all of us fans to watch over the next year and a half to two years. And you got to have that. That's and, awesome. And what's even more incredible is that they actually fight each other, yeah. whereas the men get stuck on paperwork and get stuck on talking to each other and chirping at each other online, and the, and the promoters screw things up. These women and the promoters that are promoting the women's matches, they know they're striking when the iron's hot. These are high-quality names high that quality. are fighting one another, yep. and that's what we want to see. And, oh, by the way, we've talked in the past about, like, let's say, obviously a bigger weight class, a Clarissa Shields and others as well. She was there in attendance, yeah. Yeah, and she should be, you know. So I, she better hold on to that quote title as long as she can because Amanda Serrano's coming for it. She is, Big man. time. All these girls, they're going for it. They're, they're daring to be great. And whether they get the greatness or not, that's the respect that I, that I love to see in boxers because they do deserve that. This is the time. If you remember, if you're a combat sports fan, if you remember the, when the UFC first introduced women's fights, it blew up pretty quickly. This is the time in boxing, finally. It's yep. finally being promoted properly. Yeah. You're seeing headline fights. Headlining Madison Square Garden now twice. Yeah. Okay, Amanda that's Sorrell's pretty incredible. Twice, man. Pretty incredible. So, not, not to take away from the men a little bit, too, because there was a men's fight on ESPN uh, on Friday night. Emmanuel Navarrete versus yeah. Liam Wilson oh, yeah, yeah. was a crazy, yep. exciting fight. I think uh, one guy went down in the first round, and then the other guy, Liam Wilson, ended up getting knocked out later yep. on in that fight in the seventh or eighth, I believe it was. And then there was also a men's fight, um, Richard Hitchinson, on the uh, Madison Square Garden car with the women. He beat a really good guy, really tough guy, but he couldn't get him out of there. So I don't think he punches hard. I really don't because he hit this guy with everything, and the guy stood there and took it for the whole entire fight. Probably could have been a stoppage maybe somewhere in there, but it wasn't. Um, ba Batista or Bauza, his name was. Um, Richard Hitchison beat Bauza. But anyway, the men were exciting too on the Friday and the Saturday night. However, the women stole the show. Yeah. Rightfully so at Madison Square Garden, the mecca of boxing. Yep, yep. Absolutely. So overall, great weekend for boxing fans. You know my guy, the one to pay attention to coming up through the ranks, also fought on Friday. That's one Richard Torres Jr., okay? 
And he deserves his props. He's getting it. He's getting it. He, he made the guy quit. Still undefeated. He's Hits hard. Great it's mustache, hard. but he needs to get that beard working so we can start talking about him even more. Well, he said that the fans were in, I think it was in uh, New Mexico or somewhere down there that the, the fights were. He said the fans were ch- chanting Nacho, like Nacho, Nacho Libre. libre. <laughs> and, he, and he says on his social media account, he's like, I, I see what you guys did there. I respect it. That's pretty cool. So this guy, he's he's a funny guy to watch. If you follow him, follow him on Instagram. I don't remember what his uh, uh, handle is there. But Richard Torres Jr., pay attention, heavyweights. He's coming. He's They're building him up as slowly as he needs to be built up. I mean, they're they're picking the right matches for him. I just I don't. He's entertaining. I don't see the upside to him. I don't see him beating uh, Anthony Joshua. I don't see him beating Deontay Wilder. I could see him. him I I could see him beating an Anthony Joshua. I can't. Even though I think Anthony Joshua is definitely not the top heavyweight anymore, uh, I just don't. But it's early, so it's It's not really fair to throw him in that mix. But I'm just trying to use my just remember scope. They they threw Canelo too early at Floyd Mayweather, and what happened? He lost, but guess what happened? He it revitalized and changed his career for the exactly. Better, so with a guy like this, they're not going to throw him at the not the wolves right now. He won't be able to anyway because he wouldn't be able to get to that mega of a fight before those guys are done and retire anyway. Correct, correct. So this is the this is one of the future guys of this division, yeah. and and he he's got the mustache to prove it. So <laughs> we can try. That's the wrap up on the the zone card from this past weekend. The ladies brought it as they typically always do. We're looking forward to May twentieth uh, for Amanda Serrano, Katie Taylor, number two, coming from Dublin, Ireland, uh, for the fight. for the one thirty five undisputed titles there. And I'm sure Alicia Baumgartner taking on Michaela Mayer at some point this year as well. We're not sure yet. I'm sure they're having talks to make, get that fourth, and that would be for the one thirty undisputed champion. It's the only smart fight to happen Michaela Mayer versus Baumgartner is a big money fight for that 130 pound division nobody really knows anybody else why should they because it's undisputed now there is only one champion they need to fight each other gotcha all right we can travel let's switch gears okay and we're going to switch gears because we are the number one beards bourbon and boxing podcast shot in Orlando Florida specifically Laureate Park specifically in a boxing gym on the second floor of said boxing gym in the TH boxing facility podcast room shot on a Sunday or Monday today actually being Sunday dropping on Wednesday morning 7 15 a.m eastern standard time in, in the, the world. world that is us but we want to switch gears from beards which we didn't talk about we want to switch gears away from boxing and we're going to go to the bourbon so the bourbon of choice once you go and pick that bottle up show it to the camera there all right so Stop, boys and girls. this is the whistle pig uh aged 18 years i don't know if there's yeah double malt and uh straight rye whiskey i have yet to have any of it weekend trav has had a you can tell some of it um we're gonna I do started this on new year's eve we're gonna do something a little different we're going to have a glass or a, a few sippings of it neat, neat. And then to our palate, which for me, it's with a little ice, and I guess with you, a little ice. Um, and we're going to give our thoughts. So we're doing neat first, okay? I like it. So cheers, buddy. Not cheers it up. You got to touch it. Dink. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, ooh, yeah. Kind of has that... Um, not, maybe vanilla is probably a strong word, but almost like a caramely taste, taste yeah. like a little bit of a sweet at the back end. Doesn't go doesn't go down hot, which is good. Uh, and this is the neat glass that we're having, the neat sip. Mm. Okay, okay. 
79% rye, 15% malted rye, <clears throat> 6% malted barley. Well, give a little give a little pour on sure. the ice, if you would. <clears throat> so sure. far, so good. I do like the uh, the neat. Um, Drink some of the water down. It it's a not. Bit. Very classy. Um, <clears throat> the neat is not too hot, I should say, but you also can't guzzle this. First of all, your wallet can't handle it if you guzzle it. No. <laughs> um, this is on the higher spectrum. Yeah, of... this, we're not even going to go through prices here on this one. Um, but that being said, you want to sip this and enjoy it. This there are certain really things, quality. there are certain liquors, certain bourbon, certain anything, tequilas, everything, where you're going to sip and enjoy and not guzzle it like a frat guy, Okay. This is one of those you want to sip and enjoy. So I, I I thoroughly enjoy this. I really I'm not a big whistle pig fan. I've said this before on the air. I'm not a big whistle pig fan, but the 18 year whistle pig, it's in my opinion, it's it's top of the line, man. And the price is definitely top of the line. But this 18 this is 18 year aged. Uh, it's quality, man. I think it's super quality. Hmm. You got a rating yet? Not yet. I was trying to think of an aged 18 joke, but I, I wanted to keep this as PG-13 as possible. <laughs> PG-18 now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the whistle pig's legal. I, You know what? We can travel. You're going to be surprised to hear this. I like it neat better than with ice. I can't say that about many. Yes, and I've you know what I've noticed that I think you're right. That's why I've wanted to try to bolt, try both now. Mm-hmm. The higher end quality of the bourbons and the whiskeys that we've had, mm-hmm. I've liked them better neat. Yeah, because yeah. even the Blanton's Gold, the Blanton's Regular, yeah. I liked them both actually neat. I mean, it's still good under ice, but it's um, it doesn't really it's smooth with the ice, but it doesn't set itself apart from others that we've had. But I think the neat version is very, very, very good. Um, <clears throat> so overall, then blending all that together, blending my thoughts, the fact that uh, you know what, what you have different characteristics, how you feel. Oh, yeah, the, the, all the top three. The, the top three, which always change every time. Um, so if I'm to give it... They don't change, I just forget them. From zero <laughs> to ten boxing gloves, the Whistle Pig 18, double... Was it double eight, double malt? Is that right? Uh, I couldn't read through the... Double malt Whistle Pig, okay. patiently aged 18 years. I'm patiently giving my score right now. What do you think of B-Money? 8-1. Ooh. Anything, anything in the eight is like a ten for the, the average person. Okay, there we go. So now I'm mean, it's settling in a bit more. So I'm feeling a little bit of the um, the heat now in my chest, which is not a bad feeling. And that's right. I, I feel there's a delayed, it's a delayed like heat to it. There is. It's yeah. very. It's smooth and sweet. A little bit sweet, not like super sweet, but like you can taste a little bit of like the it's sweetness enough. to it. Yeah, but it's so smooth. If you need, um, a, if you need something with a big brash flavor this isn't for you i mean this is this is a bourbon taste but it has a little back end flavor as yeah. well but if you need something that's too really sweet or really smoky this isn't it mm-hmm. you're not going to have much smoke you're no, not going to have much sweetness you're just kind of very balanced this is a very balanced beverage 8.1 boxing gloves i'm going 8.5 i i really liked it i thought it was really quality i could taste the difference and definitely the Drinking it neat is the best way, I think. I yeah. think I'm with you on that one. I think the neat is you can taste the full flavor. You don't need the water down. You don't need a little bit of a splash Mm-mm. of the water at all. Mm-mm. I don't think, personally. Um, and but honestly, it's up to you. That's the way you want, like to it, enjoy exactly it. Exactly right. And honestly, if you're going to buy, this is damn near a $500 bottle of Whistle Pig 18-year. If you're going to buy that, 
don't water it down. No. You need the full flavor. Just don't, Enjoy even, just don't even open it. Just, single bit just of put, it. It on your, put it on your shelf and look at it. Yes. Don't even open it. But I, I'm going 8.5, and I, know it's, I don't know if that's my highest, but it's got to be close. It's pretty um, close. So we're going to average an 8.3 boxing gloves like out of it. 10. That's for the Whistle Pig, aged 18 years patiently uh, on this uh, double malt. Very, very good. I appreciate you bringing that to the table. Um <clears throat> Wow, enjoyable. Now I got I have to wash that down with a little bit of my BioSteel. <laughs> BioSteel in the house. Quench your thirst with some electrolytes. With and other I things. I think that was a commercial. It, it wasn't really much of a commercial, <laughs> but we do appreciate we do appreciate our friends at BioSteel. They hook us up, and uh, it's a good good beverage to have during your workout process, which I do. High um, electrolytes on the man. daily. That's the so, big thing about electrolytes. Be oh. hydrated. Weekend Trav, this was a good episode. This was a good from top to bottom. Women's fights we talked, which were excellent, and the upcoming uh, calendar for them and these undisputed champions. This is a great era, folks. You're not going to get that very too often in your in your boxing recollection, all these undisputed champions potentially fighting one another. Can we just talk about how 2023 has been lit? It's been, I mean, it has. Is that what January, they, that's what the cool kids are saying. That's what they say. Actually, no, I think we're behind the time. Behind the con, They're, behind the time, uh, because they they used to say lit. I don't think they say it. They anymore. say stuff like eat eat with no crumbs. I have no clue. What I don't means. know. No cap. What are these TikTok? What does that mean? I don't even I, know I what don't, that I don't means. Know. I don't they know. say stuff like that. We're showing our age for sure. Whoa! Um, I mean, I'm forty damn years January, old. January, we were. I was January was crazy exciting already. Okay, we had some really top fights in January, so I was like, you know what? January shot awesome. I don't know how February can really back that up, but guess what? February started off. With a bang. The first weekend in February, boxing has been insanely awesome. And we haven't mentioned it yet, but there's fights in Orlando February 25th yep. at the uh, Carib Royale. Royal Caribbean. I don't even know. I always say it wrong. Carib Royale. I say? Carib Royale. Okay. Carib Royale. It's, a, re- it's, a, resort. it's a resort here in Orlando. Yeah, box they, Lab Promotions. They, I think the Convention like, Center. They have all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a cool place. They've been putting on really good fights. And there's going to be some solid fights that night, too. A bunch of locals fighting. But also, I believe, a WBA like title fight. Yep. Or a ranking, at least. So it's going to be good fights. Um, we're going to be there. Then the very next day, we have Jake Paul and Mike Perry. I mean, uh, with Tommy oh. Fury. <laughs> Sorry. I mean... Yeah, uh, Tommy Fury. Yeah, that would Tommy be. Tommy Fumbles. I, th- I think that's February 26th, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Yes, it's on Sunday. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Mike Perry. <laughs> hey, I if don't, it is, we're happy. About I don't it. have an inside track Get on that. that. I wish I did, actually, Mike, so call me. I wish I had that, but Tommy's a joke. You know the crazy thing is nobody has an inside track with that because even I, Jake Paul's probably like, I don't know what's going to I happen. told you last week on episode 110, I think it's a 50-50 shot of it, and I still believe it's a 50-50 shot. It has not improved over the past week, weekend track. I, I know, and I'm still, I still stand by mine. I think it's going to happen, but I, I reserve the right that if it doesn't, this is the third time, this is career suicide. Okay, if, if Tommy does not fight Jake Paul in this next fight, February 26th, if he does not show up for this fight, that is career suicide. Because he does have a feeling already. They're not going to cancel this fight. No. Jake Paul's going to be like, you know what? Screw you, bro. I'm moving on. Because everybody keeps telling Jake Paul, fight a real boxer, fight a real boxer. He's trying. He is. He's trying several times. And he's an 8-0, younger brother of Tyson Fury. And Jake Paul, or Jake Paul, uh, Tommy fumbles. Let's call him Tommy fumbles until he unfumbles it. doesn't fumble anymore. So everybody's like, oh, he never even had an amateur career. I went over a little debate a back and forth. I saw he, he had 12, and he also made the – I think he made the finals of a national tournament, which is pretty amazing. So regardless of all that, he's the realist – I'm putting air quotes for Spotify listeners. He's the realist boxer that Jake Paul has fought. Yes. And that's massive respect to Jake Paul for that. He's in his, what, sixth or seventh pro fight, and he's going to take on a guy who's 8-0 as a boxer. 
I think it's a quality matchup yeah, for Jake Paul. Frankly, you usually don't see that. No. The local cards and stuff that we see, you get you guys that are 7, 8, and 0. Oh, they're not fighting guys that are also 8 and 0. Oh, of course not. They're, they're not f- even fighting guys like that are former world they're champions fighting in guys, UFC. They're fighting guys that just flipped the Uber switch off in their car and they're getting, yeah. So they make a couple thousand dollars. Like him or not, and, and uh, we talk about him every week at this point, um, like him or not, he's attempting, okay? He's not going to fight. A championship caliber opponent right now. No. What sense does that make? Everybody, Zero. come on, think just about like, that. Just like you were just talking about, because you have you have a handle on this B money now. You do. You have a good handle on boxing. Richard Torres, your guy. You even know it. You yeah. even said you're like he's fighting people who he's supposed to fight yeah. to progress his career. That's what you do in boxing. Most people don't realize that because. But you know what's good? This is what I'm telling you guys. Jake Paul is bringing a lot of education for the most part to the average boxing fan because nobody realizes that boxers do this what jake paul's doing he's actually doing it he's a trailblazer in that regard because he's fighting world champions that were ufc guys i get it but they were world champions but what he's doing is not that out of the ordinary you don't fight guys that you that really could beat you essentially although anderson silva was a solid matchup it was um tyrone woodley solid dudes solid dudes I didn't think he was going to knock them out or even knock them down. That's what him beating them wasn't the impressive part. It was right. how he beat Tyrone right. Woodley. That was listen. I mean, that was impressive. How he beat Silva, in my opinion, was super impressive too because he dropped Silva and Silva Silva got up because he's a tough guy. But it was impressive. Well, let's bring this back full circle because Jake Paul is the promoter for one Amanda Serrano. There's also another woman that was on the card too. I can't remember her name, but she also won pretty handily as well. And and it looked very good in good fashion, but full circle, Amanda Serrano, part of MVP promotions, Jake Paul, obviously that's his promotional company. But but wait, I I don't know. I don't know because Amanda Serrano and her post-fight interview didn't say one single word about MVP. Didn't say anything about Jake Paul. So yeah, I'm, I'm, that's why I don't know anymore. Maybe they've, quietly split i don't know she didn't say one because she thinked hmm. she thinked um eddie hearn she thinked his own she thinked her team interesting she never once think well, mvp promotions well, or jake paul well, so and he sure. wasn't there which fair enough he's in saudi arabia when um tommy fumbles couldn't make it because he was training but whatever did you know that tommy fumbles missed the first press conference yeah well he's in london but he yeah. said but he he told him he was missing yes. it, to be fair but still bullcrap but okay. anyway I don't think that Amanda Serrano is with MVP Promotions. We're not. We cannot. You know, we, we're not sure. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. She didn't say a word I about feel him like in the that post fight. I feel like that would have made news at some point. So she's it, a classy lady, though. It was the card itself was Dazone MVP put on. So, anyways, that being and Jake said, Jake Paul's been working with Dazone a little bit, and he's a little preoccupied. Yeah. Okay, he's preoccupied. Now they did put some chips behind some other girl that was on the card. So maybe Amanda Serrano is feeling a little. She left out. Feel a left out. But yeah. she did. I'm always never a huge fan of in the ring interviews. I know. Because I'm just not. It makes for good TV sometimes. But as a fighter, I've been there. Your bell was rang, bro. Yeah, yeah. She went 10 rounds. And like, she maybe she actually forgot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, we don't know. We're not saying anything. But I'm saying that I know for a fact that she didn't mention them and she didn't thank them. We can trap. Directly draft. in the ring. We can trap. Be money. Final thoughts. Who wins the Super Bowl? Oh, my gosh. Eagles or Chiefs? Quick gut reaction. Who do you think takes it? All right. This is my quick gut reaction. It's, and my I, gut's usually not wrong. It's quick. So you know, tell me. So I know. Boom. I think the Chiefs. Okay. 
I think the Eagles. I think it's been scripted like Arian Foster said. <laughs> Have you seen the memes going nuts yeah. after that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I do think the Eagles originally, I just got something, something in my belly that says the NFL, if they're going to script it, they're going to script it for the Chiefs because Mahomes is the next. No. Brady's retired. So Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. And yeah, maybe. big fan base in Philadelphia. They go crazy. People want to see that that city, you know. Plus, there's something deep down inside that I don't like about the Eagles because I'm a Cowboy fan. Well, of course. So that's why I have a little deep-seated I, I don't, not I don't like have a dog them. in the fight, so I don't care. Yeah. But so that, that was you could be right. quick reaction. That's it. That is it for the final thoughts, too. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate your support. Subscribing below to our YouTube content, Rumble. If you're listening to us on the audio podcast, wherever you source that, whatever app you're listening to us on, thank you so much. Continue to do so. Thumb it up. Give us a like. But definitely do follow us on YouTube. Go buy some of this. Give us some feedback. Yeah, and send it to us. Uh, can we put a link on our, on our I don't thing? think I don't think Amazon sells that. Uh, but anyways. They should. If we miss something or if you have something to say about what we thought when it comes to these fights or what's coming up, Comment below, too, because we like interacting with everybody. We always interact. Cool, and even people will go off on me, and I still keep it nice and cool. Both of us do when we interact back with you guys. I like to find a solution to every problem. Yeah. Okay. Did I, fit, did I miss anything? You got it, bro. It I think perfect. that's it. Be money. Okay. That over there is Weekend Draft. That there is B-Money with the Mr. T-Chain rocking it, a.k.a. producer, a.k.a. he just does everything. Yeah. God bless. Bow, chicka, wow.